Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode 152, the Summer Movie Wager Finale? Right? There we go. Yep. Uh, with uh, We're featuring just a discussion on our Pax Vernon trip that me and Saf went on separately. Uh, we're not doing beers. We are all remote right now. So good luck. Uh, speak, <laughs> speaking of we all, um, with your host Dustin, Saf, and Pale. Probably put "We Are the Champions" music behind that because <laughs> you won. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's exactly it. Um, for someone who has never really figured out how to play the game, I did really well this year. Spoiler. Yeah. So if you've been following on Twitter or Instagram uh, for these uh, last few weeks, uh, you've been seeing the. Uh, Occasional update. The occasional update. We haven't been we've been very uh, sparse with the updates um, as of you know late, but uh, Hale's we, been lazy. Apparently, he's he said he was going to do that. Right. I've been updating uh, the spreadsheet. So. Working on it still. <laughs> still. <laughs> very slow. It ended like three weeks ago. Still working on. I know. It. It has still to working on that first update. That July update. Oh, I I did that already. <laughs> I, know. I put on it. Two or three updates. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Dustin, you could you could play that um, Chumbawamba song. Um, get knocked down. Get knocked down. But I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down. So this is like your year to your year to get up. I I, I did. I have <laughs> I have nowhere to go but down now. <laughs> That's where you're gonna go back down next year. Yeah. Uh, Keith Keith should win finally. <laughs> next year it's keith's turn it would only make sense yeah if keith won well i don't know about that keith wins everything yeah he wins he wins like the olympics and all that bullshit so like yeah. anytime we do little like tournament thingies he somehow wins those yeah he has he puts forth the effort for everything that he does and it's little to no effort and he still <laughs> wins still somehow wins <laughs> so it's the a luck is on his side yeah it's a pretty good uh pretty good thing and it works for him so he, that's what he does uh, but not this time get wrecked <laughs> so i guess we should probably announce the points yeah we should um just as a reminder uh we have uh what five i don't know four four scoring points uh three points if your pick is anywhere in the top 10 uh five points for two spots away seven if you're one spot away uh, 13, I guess there's six. So 13, if you're dead on with the ones, the tens, 10 points, if you're within the two to nine and you're dead on and one point for your dark horse. That's just a quick reminder of how this process process works. Um, so with that, we have, uh, pretty decent totals, but it doesn't seem as high as they have been in the past from what I remember. Uh, I have them right here so I could probably look. Uh okay wow the it's more on par with year one I think yeah two thousand 
eight, actually, 2018, uh, Safwan was 73 points. Uh, 2017, yeah, pretty much on par. Pale won with 50. And I had the low score of 27. But, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dunkirk. Girls Trip. <laughs> yeah. A War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. What I did see coming was The Mummy, The Covenant Alien, Valerian, King Arthur. <laughs> right. Everything, everything. I mean, you've been on an upward climb since then. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. Which is good news. It's actually pretty good. So, without further ado, uh, we have a tie for last place. Uh, with 47 points. And I'll just let you know that in 2017, 47 points could have potentially gotten you the win. So it's not a bad score for uh, Keith and Saf to have 47 points uh, as a tie for third and technically fourth. I was going to say uh, Keith lost at 47 and Saf tied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. He's not, he's not here. here to defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, uh, the benefits or the, the positives for both of them would be the Toy Story uh, 4 pick at 2 for Saf got him 10 points. And then he had uh, all but two of his picks in uh, in this top 10. Um, and the two that he missed on, he got with the Dark Horses. So he scored points in every single round. Uh, but his uh, order Aladdin, was a little bit off. Aladdin was my what killed me. Oh yeah, putting Aladdin as your dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that movie to be do, do well, but it it didn't matter how I felt about it. I guess. Yeah. So you had a bunch you of surprised fives. all of us. Yeah, I, I was I was very shocked by that. I that's absolutely one of the things I was thinking. Uh, how could you anticipate it? Not, but whatever. Uh, you gamble, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had it didn't a, work out for me this year. Yeah, you had a couple movies um, that you'd picked that none of us picked. Like John Wick was, yeah, what saved me. That's why I'm not at like 27 points. Yeah. So with the uh, with John Wick, all three the the rest of the three of us had that as our dark horse, and so uh, we got one points for that. Where you were two spots off, so you got five mm-hmm. points for it. And that seems to be the common theme for all your picks. Or as you were just two spots away for pretty much most of them, other than your dark horses and dark whatnot. Horses. So that right there alone saved you. Um, Keith, on the other hand, uh, had a couple misses. Uh, he didn't even have Secret Life of Pets in there. He didn't have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, what he did anticipate was Rocket Man doing better. Uh, he also had high hopes for. I guess high hopes for Rocket Man, and then he just kind of hoped that Men in Black and uh, Dark Phoenix kind of uh, swooped in there. Uh, but those are a little bit misses. He was one spot away for a lot of his picks. So like, yeah, his, he's got a lot of sevens. Yeah, so his one two were flipped. Uh, he had three dead on, so his top three essentially were pretty close. Um, but then he, had, like I said, he has those two holes: or Secret Life of Pets and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that's just the difference between, uh, I think, uh, him and Pale. If he hit on those, two, yeah, if he had those anywhere on his list, yeah, he would definitely of those two probably would have passed Pale. 
Uh, yeah, definitely wouldn't have been tied with me. Flipped. No. Uh, one and two had flipped. He probably would have beat me. Mm-hmm. And if you want to scroll all the way down to the bottom it, at his dark horses, I had to do this whole list <laughs> to 46 yeah. in order to get his one dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for for the most part, like I was updating up to like twenty, and then I was like, I'm out after that. Yeah, I had to do the whole thing just to fit uh, Dead Don't Die and Brightburn. Yeah, that one was way down there. Yeah, the Brightburn kind of scared me at first because it shot up to seventeen million like in the first week, and then yeah, nobody saw it after that, and it's still at seventeen million. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I thought maybe his Dark Horse is going to pay off for him, but at the end of the day, it did not. Um. With that being said, we have a five-point difference between last place and second place, and Pale had 52 points uh, for second place. Uh, He had one through three dead on, so I was really nervous about that one. So 13, 10, 10 for Mm -hmm. him. That's great. And Uh, then I fell apart after that. Yeah, you absolutely did. (laughs) It just garbage after that. (laughs) It it was, yeah. Yeah, four threes, like, really? Yeah, you were you were off on just yep. your picks, um, and then you had two dark horses. Uh, so it was essentially you know a similar story to Saf. You the one of the ones you did miss, you at least had your dark horses in there, which filled in your spots uh, that you needed. But if it weren't for your top three, you probably would be uh, in the same boat as Saf because yeah. that that would have given you what a six point difference maybe. Or no, because if one and two flopped or switched, you would be a uh, what a seven point difference. So it would have been it would have been a different story uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but to round it up, uh, Dustin had sixty one points, uh, which was a, a crazy a crazy finish because I was in last place until. Uh, I think until Godzilla dropped to 10, yeah. that really helped you. Yeah, I think it, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, so the beginning of August is basically when I took over. And so I had an entire month of kind of just waiting for Labor Day because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood jumped up to $131 million in like the middle of August. when That's what pushed Godzilla down. Actually, no, it, it was beginning of August. It was the combination of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Fast and the Furious coming out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was off on my ones and twos. Uh, but since I was one spot away, it gave me seven, seven, hit on three. And then I had just like a, a good uh, combination of one offers. So I had a couple of sevens, a couple of five, or one five, and then uh, a couple of dark horses. Uh, that was in there, so I didn't miss a spot at all. Uh, I totally whiffed on Men in Black, and I had much. I had hopes for uh, Dark Phoenix to at least round out the top ten. But yeah, those two kind of screwed most of us. Yeah, we were anticipating that. Uh, Pale didn't have his. He actually didn't have hopes for Dark Phoenix, which is uh, which is surprising. It was a good pick from him. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't know. I just read read a lot of stuff about it being like the worst one. Um, just right. I think the people who made the movie had bad feelings about it, and it kind of swayed me a little bit. Yeah, and you're not wrong. Uh, I kind of uh, 
I kind of just pushed off the naysayers for that because I felt like they, they were judging the film based on The Last Stand, the other Phoenix movie. Yeah. And yeah. rightfully so, it bombed like that movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe just because it was supposedly the last one with these actors in it that would help it, but yeah. no, it did not. Yeah, and now they're doing a reboot for the Marvel side. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. It's probably going to be trash. Yeah, everything Marvel makes is trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe they're even thinking about it. I know. Well, they, <laughs> That's they, a bad idea. They tried Spider-Man. That was a mistake. Sony was like, nope, you're terrible. We're going We're back. We're taking it back. <laughs> yeah. We want to make $30 million again opening week instead of $70 million. Yeah. And we want to finish the summer out at $100 million, not this <laughs> $386 million. Right. One billion worldwide. Nah, bro, that's not for us. <laughs> we want to share the wealth. That's way too much for us. <laughs> yeah. No, we want to pay our actors minimum wage. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. So, biggest surprises. Uh, pale, go. Biggest surprise would be Godzilla, to be honest. Um, I thought that movie would do a lot better. I don't know what happened. I just saw it last night, and any like monster fan, fanatic or whatever, should have been all over this movie. Um, I mean, I get it wasn't like a good story, really. I mean, it didn't really have much of a story. It was just like an amazing monster movie, and I don't know why it bombed. I don't, maybe people are already over that genre. I'll tell it you, it surprised me. Seven different reboots of the same goddamn movie is probably why it bombed. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> we, and, get, uh, we get it. It's a lizard. <laughs> and Godzilla's more of a like Chinese marketed movie. It does better over there, so yeah. we're looking at just American gross, so that's why it's not as high, I think. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll look that up right now while you tell me about your... Uh, biggest mm-hmm. surprise uh i mean obviously for me it's aladdin because i had it as a dark horse and it ended up at number four uh and then on the other side i think um hmm, what did i think was going to do better well, let me look at my stuff Why i you... guess fast and furious i thought might do a little bit better but mm-hmm. i mean it's pretty close to what I was guessing. Right. All right. Uh, as an update, if we would have gone with the international for the Godzilla, and this is this is more than just uh, the Asian market. It could be Europe market as well. Right. But if we just went with that, uh, the international instead of the domestic, it would put it at five. Wow. It was a two yeah, hundred. Oh. It's about two hundred seventy-five. Yeah, about two hundred seventy-five thousand wow. or a million. Sorry, two hundred seventy-five million. And so total, yeah, that's crazy. yeah, if you did total uh, U.S. plus foreign international, it would be third. But, of course, if we did the total gross for all of them, not just then, Godzilla, it would right. probably be in the same boat. Uh, De- uh, Detective Pikachu would probably be way up there as well. Uh, I think that one would be my biggest surprise, uh, Detective Pikachu. I definitely didn't see John Wick uh in there that's why i put it as a dark horse but i'm not terribly surprised by that honestly 
the one that is surprising me the most was Detective Pikachu sliding down four slots from what I was anticipating. You know, uh, a lot of the people who'd be going to those films would be in the same boat as people wanting to go see Lion King or Toy Story. The people who grew up playing mm-hmm. the uh, the Pikachu, the Pokemon games, and so I just kind <laughs> the of Pikachu it, games. The Pikachu, well, yeah, the Pikachu games. The <laughs> uh, the there was a game called Detective Pikachu. So yeah, that's true. I am partially right, but <laughs> mostly not. People didn't grow up playing that. Yeah, it came out a few years ago. For sure, yeah. I didn't have Pokemon Yellow, so I didn't have a Pikachu following me around. But, you know, (laughs) we still had Pikachu. So that one, I think, surprised the heck out of me. Um, And then Aladdin. Like, I kind of had Aladdin, Fast and the Furious, and Detective Pikachu all, like, intermingled. If I do remember me saying, like, I wasn't sure of those three. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Uh, other than that, I feel uh, pretty confident. Uh, let me see if I put it in the order that I was anticipating uh, that it would be. Um, not much different, honestly. Not much different. So it was a, a good thought experience, experiment, but honestly not much better. Yeah, it moved you up like two points, but in the end it didn't matter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, where, where did I say Detective? There we are. So anyways, yes, Detective Pikachu – Biggest takeaway, I think, would be my, uh, one I was surprised the most about. Um, I'm not surprised about the Godzilla. Obviously, I put it at 10. I'm surprised I got it. But... <laughs> you surprised you got it dead on. Yeah. yeah, the biggest surprise was that Dustin won. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, yeah there we go. <laughs> that is absolutely accurate. I'm very surprised that, by that. Um, that's why, like, every every day I was like, can we do the update? Can we do the update? <laughs> right. Let's announce this because I want to gloat. I finally did something. Can I put it out there, please? And thank you. Um, so, so I did a little uh, math if okay. we want to go into this. Oh. For the top 10 total box office, it was $2,571. I'll take some of that, please. And thank you. Exactly. Of that, Disney made $1,309, which is... Fifty point nine four percent, just Jesus. over fifty percent of the total box office. Jesus, for the top ten, right? That's ridiculous. <laughs> now, if we included Endgame in this, like some other of the list did for the summer, that movie made eight hundred fifty million on its own, which would make the new overall top ten total three billion three hundred nineteen. The new Disney total two billion one hundred sixty eight. And their new percentage would be 65.32% of the total. Yeah, so basically Disney is going to just run the world here shortly. Oh, I believe it. I'm sure they're going to purchase one more distributor in the next five years. Sony? So they can have Spider-Man back? Yeah. Right. Or Universal and then take over like Jurassic Park. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So Universal uh, does pretty good. Yeah, they do. I think they have one movie competitor. Right. So, uh, to be honest, the from what I read, and this is uh, quite funny, uh, the reason why Sony backed out is because in the film they had a Tom Hardy cameo. Ah. And the people at Marvel told them to get rid of that, and they're like, "But he's Venom. We Mm -hmm. need to." have venom and then they totally redid what they were uh gonna aim for as their uh you know uh after credit scene 
which they didn't announce who the villain is going to be. Just definitely outed him as a uh, as Peter Parker. Peter Parker. But um, made him a villain, which that's how J- Jonah Jameson always made him. So, JJ! Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, the thing that makes sense is going to be a Venom and Spider-Man movie. The The problem is they just couldn't work it out, which makes me upset. And if they put anyone other than Tom Hardy as Venom, I'm going to be so mad. I heard they wrote a scene for Tom or uh, Tom Holland in the Venom movie, but he was busy shooting Avengers or something, so he couldn't do it. Oh, it, see, see, it all—it's all coming together. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been really nice. It'd be—it'd be just be perfect to have Eddie Brock and Peter Parker in the same film. They're supposed to be peers, but you know, whatever. He can be a child versus you know an adult. That's what most of his villains are, anyways. Yeah. So, um, out of these top ten, how many have you guys seen? One. I've seen three. I've also seen three. Spider-Man, John Wick, and Hobbs and Shaw. For me, it was Spider-Man, John Wick, and Godzilla. Uh, Really? You didn't go see Lion King or Toy Story? Well, my child's still a little too young to to sit still. Oh, that makes sense. So... Maybe but, next summer you'll see the. We'll probably try it next summer. We'll see whatever Disney Pixar movies coming out. Yeah. So like I have, uh, I have a copy, digital copy of Detective Pikachu, a digital copy of Secret Life of Pets, a digital copy of John Wick, a digital copy of Aladdin, and Spider Man. But I've only, the only one I've seen is Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. So, kudos to my uncle for buying him and then sharing with with his uh, was it Venmo, Venmo or whatever Vimeo, Vimeo, yeah, whatever the the voodoo maybe. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Venmo is like where you transfer like money. I mean, yeah, transferring it's like a PayPal <laughs> something. Uh, but I also, I mean, if we go further down the list, I also have Men in Black. I also have uh, Dark Phoenix, um, The Hustle. I have that one. <laughs> I'm really curious about the Men in Black. Yeah, I want to see that. But I mean, it's not good news for Hemsworth because any movie he's done outside of Marvel has bombed at the box office. Oh yeah, it most definitely is not, and it came close to 100 million, which, uh, as I was saying, this kind of his Achilles heel. When picking for these movies, uh, anything yeah. other if you take out the uh, Marvel stuff, he barely averages seventy-five million. Mm-hmm. And oh, wait a minute, <laughs> seventy-nine million. So, uh, definitely looking forward to next year. However, I don't really know what movies are set to come out in twenty twenty. I think. Black Widow is the only one Marvel's got for like the next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm, I have a thing called The Numbers. Um, I'm going to take a look at real quick. Continue pale. I'm sorry. I think you have Wonder Woman 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coming out in June. Yeah, June 5th. Yep, I see it right there. Uh, what's the date for uh, summer movie? It's um, What do we start it on? Memorial Day, I think. So, okay. 
So the uh, Legally Blonde 3, Black Widow, and Fast and the Furious 9 are going to be no-go's. Oh, it might be May 1st, actually. Yeah, I think it's May 1st. Oh, right, because we've, we've, never, we've never actually included Avengers because it was end of April. But, yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, May 2020. This is just projected. Okay, May 2020. Uh, Black Widow on the 1st. Legally Blonde 3 on the 8th. Fast and Furious 9 on May 22nd. Uh, Wonder Woman... 1984, June, uh, June 5th, so this is June 2020. Um, Garfield, it looks like a remake of Garfield, I hope, or maybe potentially a presidential movie. I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, this one's going to be interesting to see if it um, ends up being as good, but Top Gun Maverick comes out June 26th. Um, July 2020 of Minions, The Rise of Gru. Uh, July 10th, Ghostbusters movie. It's untitled. Uh, apparently, there's a Bob's Burgers musical movie coming out. Oh, sweet. Oh, my. Yeah, it, it's, it should be good. Jungle Cruise. There you go. July 24th uh, with another, The Rock. Another chance for The Rock to disappoint me. Yep, there you go. <laughs> uh, August looks a little weak, but we do have Bill and Ted uh, face the music. But I could be, you know, I could be really, um, could be swayed. Uh, Monster Hunter comes out the 4th, so that would count, but no one's going to call that one. Um, I think it's has based on the video games. What's Monster Hunter? I think it's based on the video games, the Monster uh, Hunter World stuff. Um, so it's being September 4th, it's probably not going to, uh, to count. Uh, and then we have The Eternals in November, so that won't count. Um, coming to America two in December that'd be interesting, but still won't count. Just kind of looking to see what I would enjoy watching in twenty twenty. But yeah, the only Marvel movie I see on here is in fact the Widow, uh, Black Widow. So it looks like it's going to be a down year for Marvel or for Disney. So there's no Disney animation or Pixar next summer. Uh, no live action ripoff. There's live action or Jungle Cruise is a Disney movie. Yeah, Jungle Cruise is a Disney movie. Uh, SpongeBob the movie, uh, Nickelodeon film. I think Nickelodeon's owned by Disney, isn't it? No, uh, Nickelodeon. It films. is not. Yeah. Not yet. Not, not yet. Yeah, not yet. I think it's Paramount owns them. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't see any other ones. Uh, I think the top one is going to be. I'm going to make a bold prediction now. Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be the top movie of the of the summer. I don't know if that's bold if it was the top movie of 2017. Yeah, but yeah. you know how they call it the bold predictions? That's my bold predictions. I think that's pretty <laughs> obvious. It might be the only movie over like 300 million. It'll be interesting uh, that battle between that and Black Widow. Yeah. I think it's yeah, going to be the only, only movie worth watching, apparently. Well, everybody's like going to streaming services to make their mm-hmm. movies and everybody stays home and watches their shit right uh we have a oh yeah i, I see it been a down year for movies picture mm-hmm. i feel like we're gonna have a really hard time at picking what's gonna be tough <laughs> uh oh here's a disney one uh the empty man rated what? r 
Uh, it's a it's based on the comic graphic novels, uh, thriller, suspense, live action. Uh, I'm gonna have to look this one up. Um, all right, Empty Man is an upcoming American supernatural horror film directed by David Pryor, based on the Boom Studios graphic novel of the same name. Uh, film stars people I've never heard of, person 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 I've never heard of. Uh, it is production company of the 20th Century Fox, distributed by Walt Disney. Producers Ross Ritchie and Stephen Christie. People I've never heard of. Anything? Probably not going to do great then. Yeah, probably not. No idea. Still nothing. There's no big names to it, and there's honestly like no description on Wikipedia. Upcoming film. Thanks. Uh, do you think New Mutants will come out? Anytime soon? Uh, LOLs. <laughs> What's that movie again? It's slated for April 2020. Jesus. Yeah. It's right there. Uh, Cyborg. What's you? What's you? Oh, Cyborg is getting its own movie too. That's nice. It's a franchise, DC Extended Universe. Have they actually filmed any of that yet? Uh, I'm about to. I'm about to Google it right now. Um, Cyborg film 2020, sir. What's uh, stop giving me results? Uh, so we have an official trailer and first look that was released in 2017. <laughs> LOLs. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ray Fisher's Cyborg still getting a solo film uh, scheduled for April 3rd, 2020? Um, a complete list of upcoming DC films coming up. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, oh, Shazam, that's already released. This is old. Uh, Joker coming out and this like year. Amazing reviews. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey, February 7th. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. I, I, they're already saying Walking Phoenix for Oscar. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wonder if that'll change the tra- trajectory of these DC movies at all. Maybe. Uh, but it says right here Cyborg set for April 3rd, 2020 for the time being. Wonder Woman 84, 2020. Uh, Green Lantern Corp, July 24th, 2020, for the time being. Uh, Batman, The Batman, uh, June 25th, 2021. So, we'll see how it goes. Speaking of The Batman... Besides you, Wonder Woman coming out. Yeah, there's nothing else. Birds of Prey in February, I'm pretty excited about, but that's about it. Suicide Squad, just because James Gunn is doing it. Yeah, but... I didn't see that on the list, so it's not coming out. It's not happening. It's never going to happen. That one's farther along than Cyborg or uh, Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have a full cast already mm-hmm. for Suicide Squad. And it's like all the original people like reprising their roles. Except for Will Smith. Yeah, except and, for Will and Smith. And Jared Leto, I think. Jared Leto. Is there going to be Deadshot? I don't movie? think so. They okay. said Idris Elba was going to be Deadshot, and then they said, oh, no, he's going to be somebody else. Right. Oh. Okay, just pulled up the Marvel announcements during uh, tw- uh, Comic-Con. Uh, Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. Eternals, November 6th, 2020. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, February 12th, 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, 2021. And then Love, of Th- Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021. So... Yeah, we really just have Black Widow, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so like the point I was trying to get uh, a make on this is we really are going to have a hard time picking the top 10 movies. I think it's going to be a really off year. And this one I think is uh, up for the grabs for anybody, not just, you know, Keith who wings it. So Agreed. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I would agree. Probably we might hit on top five, top three, but it's going to be a crapshoot after that. I have no idea how would you possibly get top three, but we get uh, one. Yeah. We get one. Yeah, we get one. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe two. Black Widow. I don't Black think Widow it's Widow and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Who knows? We'll we'll see. All right, so we're going to take a minor break right here. Uh, Keith, even though he's not here, is going to uh, lead us out with uh, socials to get to know us a little bit and then probably just throw our Patreon one back-to-back on here so we can uh, jump to the next segment without any interruptions. Because losers have to read the plugs. Losers read the plugs and buys us beer. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, so... Uh, what was that date that we went? Was that the 6th of September or was that? You went the 6th. I went the 7th. All right. So the 6th of September, Pax Vernum of Lapel, Indiana, which is only like 10 minute drive for me, which is crazy. Uh, 55 minute drive for me. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Er. Uh, they released three beers, uh, as part of their milkshake series. I guess it's off of the bitches be cool. Uh, IPA line? Is that what you were saying? Bitch be cool. Oh, bitch be cool. Single ear bitch. Which is their, uh, their New England IPA, one of their New England IPAs. And so they uh, made variations of it, and they actually added lactose. And so they came out with three of their beers uh, with uh, three different flavors. So we had a raspberry pineapple milkshake IPA. We had a strawberry banana milkshake IPA. And then we had a, was it mango passion fruit? Yes. Yeah, mango passion fruit uh, milkshake IPA. Um, so the the atmosphere, I'll just you know start with that. Pax is just awesome. I absolutely enjoy uh, the layout of the bar. I enjoy the people uh, at the bar. Uh, really nice uh, staff behind the bar. Uh, it was kind of crowded for me on a Friday night because of the releases. Uh, and they were uh, they're having live music, so people were you know mm-hmm. constantly going you know uh, in and out setting up for things, and so the uh, atmosphere was just rocking, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I did I was able to try all three, and after I think after my second one, the uh, bartender just kind of knew I was getting all three, so she pretty much brought me my third one relatively quickly. Um, so that was, uh, it was, it was a, you know, good gig. Um, I mean, it still paid for it. It's not like she gave it to me, but she just, oh. she just knew that I was going to get it. So she brought it out to me. Um, so the, I tried the, uh, the raspberry pineapple first. Uh, then I got the strawberry banana and then the mango passion fruit last. And, uh, as the order that I had them, uh, it got better. 
as I went on. So they went in reverse order for me as to which ones I liked the most. Uh, my biggest takeaway for them would be that they didn't really taste milkshakey. That's what I said too. There was like not enough lactose. They just seemed like IPAs but with some fruit additives. Yeah. So Allison was like, is this their first time doing lactose in their beers? Or did they just like have only a limited amount and they wanted to make sure that all three of the beers got it? Yeah. Like, all right, well, I only have this, so let's ration. Um, so hopefully that, you know, if we give proper feedback that they can take that into consideration to add more lactose, uh, in the future. Um, but, uh, what about your takeaways right now before we dump, jump into the beers specifically? Uh, for, as far as the brewery goes, the location reminds me of Leato Brewing up Northern Indiana. It's like the smallest town I've ever seen, like three blocks long. And there's just like this really nice looking brewery pretty much in the center of the place. They had a really nice uh, like garden, beer garden off to the left. And yeah, it was really cool. Agreed. Yeah, it's really nice. Plus the, um, the, like the garage style windows in the front where they can yes. just open it up. It's really nice. And I went on a Saturday, so I was basically, my wife and I were the only people there. We sat up at the bar and I got a flight. So I tried all the beers at once and I got, Maybe a different experience than you did. Oh, maybe. I got pints of all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it was just too many people. I didn't want to order a flight. You yeah. Know? I wanted to get my order in there and then take it back to the table. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm drinking three, um, you know, three pints of it. But at the same time, I don't want them to have to sit there and make five, you know, four or five flights mm-hmm. or four or five, you know, pours in a flight just to kind of slow things down. Uh, what about your order? What did you think? I gave them all a 4.25, mm-hmm. but my fa- I think if I had to list them in order, it was the raspberry pineapple, the mango passion fruit, and then the banana strawberry. All right, so the raspberry pineapple would be your first one? Yes. Okay. I feel like we were, I went, of your list, I was three, uh, three, one, two. Uh, I like the pineapple, or the mango passion fruit the best, and the raspberry the least uh i believe in my mind i was thinking of giving them uh 25 increments so uh 375 4 and then 425 yeah and i thought I, they were all relatively good close enough that i wouldn't i didn't think they were like a quarter of a point separating the two any of them but yeah putting them in an order is different yeah I, I guess i could have uh i guess i could have given the the strawberry one 4.25 uh i just was like i'd like the strawberry flavor uh, but I was empty. <laughs> I just tasted nothing <laughs> but banana. Uh, yeah. But it was it was still a decent IPA, which is, it was unique enough. But there's just not enough lactose, and that's what I kind of judged my rankings on. This promises me lactose or a milkshake IPA, and just didn't deliver. And that's why they were under 4.25 for most of the part. But the flavor of the passion fruit saved it for me. What's interesting is the mango passion fruit was the first one I had, and the raspberry pineapple was the third one I had in order from left to right so it's the same order as me but reverse i tried the passion fruit last (laughs) and maybe that's what affected our scores too just the order we drank them in yeah that's possible all right i'm gonna try to i'm gonna find these or try to find these on untapped i didn't get to it before um because i didn't i typed in like the raspberry or like pineapple raspberry couldn't Mm -hmm. find it or you know i tried to type that way so if we do pineapple 
Raspberry? I still don't see anything. Just type in bitch be cool and then it'll come up with some things in parentheses. Oh, I see them right there. Okay. So raspberry and pineapple, bitch be cool. Uh, there's, what, 12 check-ins for this? Yeah. 11 ratings, 12 check-ins. It's uh, kind of weak. Yeah, I don't know if it's hard for people to find or if people that go there just don't check things in because they're just like locals or whatever. Yeah. I was like, who's that picture of someone circling the beer? Oh, that was you. <laughs> yep. All right. So the uh, information right now is a 6.5% ABV and a 43 IBUs. So the geek reference for this beer is uh, 43 uh, Strip Weathers. So it's the, the car number in cars. It's the number 43. Did you say the overall score? Not yet. It's 11 check-ins. 3.86 average. Uh, yep. And with your check-in, you gave it a, a 4.25. Uh, I'm going to also put mine in here, and it's just going to be a little bit off. Uh, what did I think? I'm not going to really mark it. I never really write anything, but I gave it uh, – this one's the raspberry pineapple. Yeah, I gave it a 3.75 in my mind. I'll probably just bump it up to a 4 because the flavor was unique enough, just not a milkshake. So we're going to keep it as a 4. Yeah, that kind of was across the board. There wasn't enough lactose. Mm-hmm. It, so it didn't really knock this one down any farther than the rest of them. Yeah, with my 4 average, uh, it doesn't change the overall, but it, it should a little bit. Um, I don't know how long it takes that to refresh. Yeah. We'll see. We can check it in later, and or check later. Maybe when you guys are listening, it should. Um, I don't, let's see. I don't see the banana one. I know you added one of them, right? Yeah, I, I added banana strawberry, and I just added it as banana strawberry. Oh, okay. I'm probably the only one that checked it in. Pax Verum. I keep saying Vernum, but it's Verum. Pax of Verum. I always call it Vernum also. Cool. I mean, there's only two check-ins. One is me. Yeah, there it is. All right, I'm going to go ahead and click on that. Two check-ins, not applicable, rating, uh, no IBUs, no ABVs. So this one I can't really say anything about. Uh, <laughs> Kate C. drinking it. She gave it a 5. Dang. And then you gave it a 425, as you already said. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, just give this one a bow. Hey, Pale, are you still there? Uh, yes. I'm just <laughs> listening. Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> right. All right. Have you, have you ever had a beer before, Pale? Uh, a beer? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm more of like one of those hard seltzer guys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the white claws. The, oh, yeah, the white claws. Yeah. The white claw fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I haven't had. Never been to there. Time. Oh yeah, I have. Never been to Pax Barum. I got a four pack for whenever we get together again. All right. Cool. Uh, all right, the next one on this list was the Bitch Be Cool Mango and Passion Fruit. Uh, there was eight unique check-ins for this, uh, 43 IBUs and 6.5 a- uh, ABV. So the adding the fruit didn't change it, so it just had the same uh, IBUs. So it is also Strip Weathers from uh, Cars as their geeky IBU reference. Um just pictures. Nobody really said anything about it, uh, except for you. Could use more lactose, maybe. Mika said hints of mango and passion fruit, which is obvious, I guess. Or at least the hope. Yeah. 
So we are, I checked it in as a 4.25, as I previously have stated that I was uh, going to do. Oh, we hold hands. We're holding hands. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I think overall, um, it was a good experience um, tasting those beers, but really could have uh, done a little bit better of a job of making milkshake IPAs. Mm-hmm. I would definitely go back, but I don't know if I'll make the hour drive again. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's close. If there's a reason to, right? Or if you're you know ever over to my mm-hmm. house and everyone else is like, let's go somewhere. I'm like, all right. Done. I know where we're going. Yeah. It's definitely worth a check-in. Yeah, for sure. Oh, hey, Pale. We talked to the owners at Scarlet Lane. Remember when we were real drunk? Uh, Last November? Yeah. We talked to them for like I'd... 20 minutes. Oh, oh, the Paxbarum guys that are pouring. Yes. Those oh, are I, thought you were talking about the... I thought you meant the Scarlet Lane owners. Oh, no, no, no. Uh yeah, they um they knew or they had recognized our our logo. Yeah, oh. they were familiar and they said they would do an interview if we ever reached out to them. Nice. Yeah, they said, "Oh, uh we've seen you around on social media." Yeah, and they were like, really "Oh, nice. awesome." Yeah, they were real cool. We we could talk to them some point in the future. I'm looking forward to that. Mhm. But that was a year ago. <laughs> we haven't <laughs> talked to them since. Well, yeah, I was we I was there with my shirt. Uh, the first time I went and someone downloaded the app and started subscribe to our podcast, they posted something on Instagram after you checked in a photo. So, yep. Uh, I think the interest is there. Just have to make something happen. Oh, and I want to shout out, uh, like we do all the time, Mr. Gone V6. He bought a shirt from us. So if anybody buys a shirt and mentions it on Instagram, I'll shout him out on the podcast. Sweet. Go to Threadless. There's a link in our Instagram bio. We got tons of shirts. Tons. Uh, sh- should we shout out Ben's dad? Oh, yeah. That was... For, he didn't... For buying our uh, new... I don't remember logo. his name. Uh, oh, crap. Yeah, I can't remember either. So, no shout out. Ms- got it. Mr. Thompson. <laughs> Mr. Thompson. Works for me. Alrighty. Let's wrap this up. Will do. All right, so from here at the remote everywhere studios, <laughs> there's no studio. We're just, well, actually, I'm in my studio. We're in three separate studios. We are. And I'm in uh, the uh, Northern uh, 2.0 studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Southern Southern studio. And I'm in the number one stunner <laughs> studio. <laughs> Not to be confused with our northern studio that we record 90% of the podcast in. <laughs> but anyways, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. HQ. Okay. Anyways. The HQ. Anyways. All right. So uh, drink up. And geek out. And geek out. And geek out. And geek out. <laughs> and geek out. And geek to the out. And drink oh, up. Oh, wait. Uh, drink up. Geek and up. geek out. Geek out. Oh, oh, I think we, we I think we nailed it. I think we did. And the good it was a good show, guys. Good show. <laughs> I think we finally got it. <laughs> we probably we probably did it. Awesome. Good work. Dude. Good work. <laughs>